What's going on people, Creative Me Podcast, this is episode 34 and it's actually a two-part special. Um, it's called Hip Hop The Dean, um, recorded this at the Natmurium Studio Space with myself, um, Gary Kemp from Doric Skateboards, Justin Laurie, better known as Honk, so we sat down and chose our top five hip-hop tracks, some hip-hop trivia and ramblings as well, and a few beers thrown in the mix. So yeah, it's a really cool chat, um, hope you guys enjoy part one, and part two will be out um, this Thursday and I'll be back as usual at the end of this episode for another little chat alright see you soon yeah I think I yeah, found two dodges outside <laughs> yeah um, creating me podcast uh, with your host back here um, yeah I think you know you see me put out some like Instagram posts about having some previous guests come back on that I probably don't really kind of I'm not kind of really shy away that I really love hip hop music and it means a lot to me I think these two guests as well I've kind of seen your posts and stuff about hip hop and that so I'll let you guys introduce yourselves you first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Justin, aka Honk. Yeah, hi, hip hop's a big part of my life, so. Uh, Gary Kemp, Doric Skateboards, and yeah, I've been listening to hip hop for a long time. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's dropped out of my life, but uh, right now it's pretty much the only thing I'm listening to, to oh, be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. I think as well. Um, I think when I started following you, Justin, I noticed you when you were doing work. Mm-hmm. You were like, like, you always had a lot of hip hop music in the background. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, like, he likes that tune and stuff, that was really cool. And then Gary, and I kind of found out probably mid, probably springtime that he was just doing DJ, mm-hmm. didn't you? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you do 1990 now. Yeah, I just started that. Yeah, it's going to be up again, isn't it? Yes, um, October 27th is the next night. Oh, okay. um, so, yeah, a bit of a throwback to the 90s hip hop. Nice one. Nice yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, yeah, like I said, the nature of like, I definitely have a love for hip hop. I think I don't know what I'll call this title of this episode. <laughs> I, oh. like, I have no idea what to <laughs> the title. So, maybe put it down to the listeners. They oh, can decide. Oh, see, yeah, uh, uh, see yeah, I think like, for today's episode, because we all kind of have a mutual love for hip hop, and I kind of got in touch with you guys, it must have been like around summertime, I think it was, about having like a chat and about our top five kind of favourite like hip hop tunes. I think that's kind of like a lot of back and forth messages. We couldn't decide. I don't think we even even matched up with whether we even got the same. No, it might, it might just be five tracks. Yeah, it might. <laughs> 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 yeah. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm a person I always hate going first, I think. So I think like, um, if one of you guys, I don't know, I've been doing rock, paper, scissors, I've probably been here for a while, but Nobody's going to care now. I don't mind. That's good for a podcast, isn't it? No, I don't mind. Do you want to go first or will I go first? You're, 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 you're the elder, so... <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, I, I, so I, I don't think... I'm not going to go in order. Yeah. Um, I'll probably just... Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna differentiate between number five and number one. Right. I'll, but I'll start with the earliest. Yeah. So, in at number five <laughs> is uh, Grandmaster Flash. Uh, the Adventures of Grandmaster Flash on the Wheels of Steel. Right. It was 1981. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's the girl's phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> but that, this is like, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure folk that will listen to this will will know what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like seven minutes of DJ turntablism um, mixing. Grandmaster Flash essentially live mixing. Yeah. Classic breaks like Chic. Uh, he's even got Queen in there and stuff like that. Um, and it's just immense. It's just pure. It is pure hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Is that your like first introduction? No, not at all. Okay. No, right. no, no, not really. No. I mean, God, I think like most of my first introduction is probably Run DMC and okay. the sort of Def Jam stuff, uh, Beastie Boys and Public Enemy. Yeah. But probably Grandmaster Flash. Never really discovered until the nineties, really. Yeah. Um, and then seen him a couple of times, probably up here and places like that. Up here, like in Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah sure. Really? I think Africa Bombat has been up here as well. I've seen Glow. Glow was it? Glow. That's where I seen Grandmaster Flash. Where was Glow again? Balance He's for Wakaba. Yes, I saw him. It was um, Jerry the Damage, I was there as well. That's right, yeah. I went to see him and I. Jeez. Oh, Rizza. Rizza. I've seen Rizza and uh, yeah. Snafu. Oh, I yeah. Like, yeah, yes. it kind of seems like, yeah, obviously you guys could probably kind of tell a bit more rich history. Uh, it was a bit uh, of a. It was probably a good. Oh, it's probably good to maybe mention that. No, I suppose in the, in the 90s there was a bit of a, a hip hop scene in Aberdeen. I mean, you had clubs like Pelican Club, and upstairs there was Glider. Um, and there was a couple of other places that kind of catered to that. Yeah. I think for folk listening who are, are really young, they, they won't really appreciate that if you walked into a bar or a club back then, you weren't really going to hear any hip-hop or R&B right. yeah. or rap. You'd be really lucky if the DJ played, I don't know, Warren G or the Free Gs. Some chart-friendly stuff. Yeah, it would be chart-friendly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, sure. so there was very... Music was probably yeah. Nights were very specified. You know? oh, okay. But probably now you could you know I, it kind of blows my mind really that I could turn on radio yeah. and hear Nas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete Rock. You know yeah. it's well, that's crazy. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, like, um, Grandmaster Flash is on the Netflix series. There's only two mm-hmm. series. I can't remember the name of it. Or... Yeah, there's a, there's a three-parter one. It's yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, they kind of cancelled yeah. it and stuff. But um, his character can go watch the first. Hey, Oh, the, like that, no, it? you're talking about the one that was produced with Baz Luhrmann, the, yeah, the actual proper series. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I yeah, 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 Channel 4, Hogmanay thing, they had like four DJs of different music, and it was like the Bells, Midnight, yeah. and they each had a wee set, and he did his usual, like, you know, you know a Grandmaster Flash set, yeah. he plays the hits and he plays his songs, but it was just, it was just tremendous, but that, going back to that, the, the, the choice I've picked, you know, it is just seven minutes of, yeah, pure fun, yeah. things like... Uh, you know, he uses the, the, the Apache song that everyone probably knows from Fresh Prince of Bel Air now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just great. I mean, I just think it still sounds pretty fresh. You know? oh, okay, yeah. love it. Love so, Gary, this is my list again, your choice. Choice number five, or number one, depending on which way you want to look, is Grandmaster Flash. 
and Adventures in Wheel of Steel. Right. Cool. And this is Gary's first track. You see, 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 one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, girls, let's rock that. Five, five, ladies on the everybody's side. DJ spinning, I said, my, my. Flash is back, flash is back, flash is back, flash is cool, Francois, c'est pas, flash chain on two. You say one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, girls, let's rock that. Which was Juice. Oh yeah, Juice. Yeah, yeah that's key. That's a throwback. Yeah, and that was the like the, the the the. I think that song was actually maybe an inspiration for that film. Just uh, the lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's just the sound there. The, yeah. The sampling, the cuts, some bass, some the, the bass. Yeah, oh. and uh, you've got Rakim in there. You know, it's 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 just a. It was a really kind of like strange thing I think that can happen, not that strange thing, but a kind of cool thing that um, a lot of the 90s, a lot of rappers started acting yeah. and stuff, and there was a really big emphasis on like these kind of ghettoization kind of films, mm-hmm. and like Juice, um, Mess Society, Boys in the Hood, like High Learning, we had all these kind of different kind of films, it was featured a rapper, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. like it was acting and stuff, but I think that's a really, really Choice, yeah, so. you, well, um, like I say, it's, it's it's one track I would say 
I've probably played the most. Yeah. And the, the time that I've played things, every time I listen to it, it sounds like the first time I it's, Yeah. I think it's it, was, just, uh, it was a hard track to get back in the day, because I, I never had it. And I only recently bought the, the Juice soundtrack on vinyl, and, and it's on that, it. and I, I don't know whether it was made for that or not. But yeah, I, no, I don't think it was. I don't know what album it's on. Oh, so you did, you think it's I think, I think it, was, uh, it was released prior to that, I'm uh, sure. Maybe it was, maybe it was for that, okay. but, right. but, uh, but it was also big in the Hacienda days as well. It was the instrumental track, it wasn't the, the rapping track. The, the, Oh, the backing track that was, was, was massive. Oh, if you go and uh, look at any Hacienda collab, uh, uh, like CD that they took out, then it's always in. No way. It's always in there. Eh? Yeah. Alright, cool. So we're gonna go into your track with Eric B and Rakeem. What's the title again? Juice, know the ledge. Alright, cool. So I hope you guys enjoy this little snippet of Justin's um, choice. For him on a cassette tape, so that I won't put the tissues in, in a bit, still gaps. 
and so you kind of, kind of we shared the room to get some playing this and this album. I think like, oh, but like I'm just the kind of here in reggae kind of music a lot and stuff and like maybe some pop music. But that kind of really pushed me more to actually figure out who is this person okay. and stuff like. So we kind of really I think AZ is also quite very underrated. Yes, that's yeah. my like um, opinion. And I don't know if do you guys can remember when there was like a, I think it was like a Dr. Dre produced album, The Firm. The Firm, it was AZ, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown and Nas. Yeah, and apparently it didn't do too well. No, it died, yeah. Yeah, I think even like, um, I watched that documentary on Netflix, The Defiant Ones. There's a bit, and, and Dr. Dre's talking about that album as well, when he went out to go out yeah. and actually like, produced it. You think he had a break, and he came back, and that was one of the first albums to be produced The Firm. And people kind of like expect an to be really good. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I think it's kind of like one of those kind of like classics that people don't really kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, list, I listened to that album recently. Yeah. yeah. And. I would think no, it would mean back in the day it flopped, but I'd say it'd hold its own against that. A lot of it's, stuff now. There's probably a few like that because I think, well, I, I was probably heavily influenced by Hip Hop Connection magazine. Okay. And right. if it didn't get a great review there, right. I was probably just like, oh, I'm not yeah. buying it. But it doesn't mean they were right. <laughs> you know, you'd probably look back now and yeah. yeah, yeah right. my, my generation was the source. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's gonna get people like you know like out of five mics. Five mics, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's like a track that definitely kind of introduced me the beginnings of like my love for kind of hip hop. So yeah, for um, the listeners, I hope you guys like it. It's um, AZ featuring Nas, and it's called Give Me Yours. Word on A, I had to join out. Nigga gonna ask me what I want. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, give me, just give me. The NYC, give me what you can't get back, back. But you be real, y'all. Give me, why don't you give me the world? Give me what you can't get back, back. For the five boroughs. Yo, it's hard to show resistance when money getting niggas need my assistance to step figures beyond non existence. Fuck keeping my distance, cause being poor but do persistence. Plus, please, a hundred G's, I have me blocking out of jail sentence. I'm recognized by the illness of individuals, killers and criminals, even willies that's really in the Jews, but still skeptic on who I cling to, cause every single nigga that swing through ain't my man just cause we mingle too much snake shit, even females be feeding off their fake shit, filled with envy and hatred, but my high helps me escaping temporarily, though it don't worry me, the wise verbally nourish me properly with that inner city urban GC, I fuck with those beyond my age bracket, cause they analyze the map and get the papers and stack it, leaving no trace to track it, keep it thinking tactics and that match shit, living the lifestyle we feel relaxed with. Just give me, pimp lines and dollar signs. Rolling trees, stacking jeans. True that, I thought you knew that. Just give me, money get us the I lust for 850 deluxe And in two I touch a million plus Ain't much to discuss Diamonds and double digits Donnie Versace down with lizards It's realism so I visualize it To live it Moving cleverly With intentions of longevity Strong pedigree got me touching papers Others are never CG So through the crescent My glow of fluorescence Symbolizes the essence Yeah, ceiling in the sweat for vestments Drug investments The street thugs plug Be assurance But informants I have you wanted for 
we should say that we are drinking a few beers. I don't know how it's going to go toward the end of this episode. Being a bit yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about, um, I think Justin was talking about like how um, Dr. Dre at the time in that 90s period and that firm album has really kind of like an underrated classic kind of album now. But back then it was kind of like to, for Dr. Dre to produce a track with an album was like Hen's Teeth and stuff. But I think anyone that, I'm not saying off mic, I'm not saying now, um, Anyone that kind of associates with Dr. Dre, he's had quite a good longevity in terms of career. Like, you know, Eminem can afford to go away, yeah. and come back and drop an album out of the blue, yeah. like Kamikaze and stuff, yeah. and he's kind of just like let loads of people up and stuff. And I was kind of watching some stuff from people like YouTube videos, people saying, like, oh, is he going to reply and is he not going to reply and stuff like that. It was interesting, he had a chat with Sway, um, and he was like, oh, if I can reply to like Machine Gun Kelly, I'm gonna make you more popular and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you're putting in the shop window, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they know that as well, eh? Yeah. I mean, these guys are. I guess you kind of see that it's kind of like a young person's game, but it's kind of like for the younger generation, they'll see like an older person and be like, oh, why are you doing this now? You're old and stuff yeah. like that, you know? But. You can still see that you can still be in your forties and fifties and have a career. Totally. You know, yeah. like, still, yeah. still like, guys like Big Daddy Kane are still touring, yeah. and apparently still uh, yeah. ripping it up. Like, yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Not. I think yes, yeah, it's kind of like an interesting time for like, hip hop. I think like I'm very anti mumble rap and stuff. I, think, I can't tell the difference between all these young yeah, rappers because right. all got tattoos in their face. Little pump, little peep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a little something and. Yeah. Like, I, I guess you know it's just like some people say, "Oh, that's like hip hop kind of evolving." But I'm very much stuck. Maybe I'm not moving forward with it, but I'm very much stuck in what I like and stuff. It's not this new stuff. You no, know? it's difficult. So, I, sometimes I try to be pragmatic about that and think yeah. maybe it's just no for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, so, yeah. somebody likes it yeah. and they find something in it. And one, I, you know, one out of twenty trucks, you think to yourself, no. yeah, it's. It, That'd be okay mm-hmm. if a guy was a rapper on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beat. No, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's what I find difficult is it's like the whole audio thing. I'm like, I don't know what this guy's saying. Yeah. So I, can't, I can't connect to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. like back in the day, you've got like, you know, like, you know, we had something like Vanilla Ice, which is very much, you know, mainstream pop. I mm-hmm. like, like, but people say now, like, you know, that was hip hop, but I can understand what he's saying. Yes. Like, right. this kind of new generation of music, I can't really get on board no, no it's difficult to yeah. it's difficult to connect but that's, that's one thing that for me it's easy to to look over mm-hmm. the older tracks just say like a DJ premiere beat yeah I could listen to that the whole time and not listen to one thing that the guy <laughs> so like, said yeah, because yeah, the beat yeah, is yeah, that good that we've spoken about we that spoke before it's like uh, group, group home you could be like they're not uh, like they're not like lyrically not very interesting. Speaking about making beats, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hair, yeah. Right? Just, <laughs> but the beats are just incredible. But the beat is just yeah. there. But you it just, elevates it. I even struggle to uh, find that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Whereas you try and listen to the other half and try and just white noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. You know. It's. It's, it's. I mean, so in, in I think as well, if you're on Facebook or whatever, and you look at these kind of things, sometimes. I'm not even sure if it's a mock. Oh, like if it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, is this real? Yeah, it's just like, the piss. Uh, uh, yeah, is this yeah. a? Yeah, it's bizarre. They're, they're just in for quick money. Uh, they're in, get yeah. a lot of money, 
And yeah, companies, yeah. They're, they're not looking for a for a career yeah. with it. They just want to get in, get the change, get the money, yeah. Yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. It's it's gone. Yeah, I know. I was listening to like the track on J Cole's album. He's kind of like talking to like um, his name, Little Pump and stuff, and just saying like, "Oh, it's really good that you've made this money, like for your family and your friends." Yeah. But I think it's what like J Cole's actually trying to say, trying to school him and saying like, yeah. "Well." This, there's no like you know depending on what kind of career path you take and how you value the money in it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's longevity if you want that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Keep that kind of temple. Yeah. Artistic integrity, isn't it? Yeah. You know, just yeah. Sort of, yeah. yeah it's Jay Cole. Mm-hmm. You know his. To be fair, he's got no. Yeah. His first for me, the first couple of albums was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was until Forest Drive. Yeah. That I actually Forest thought this is actually a, a really good album. Yeah. And there was like there was like no no guests on it, yeah. which was refreshing at that time because you go places every song had a feature, guest on it. Three or four different features. And you it got to the point where you're like, Who am I actually listening to here? Yeah, yeah. Every, every one of them sounded the same. And they're, talk- they're talking about the same thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's interesting in terms of music. You're saying like the, th- the third album being good because normally, it's uh, in hip hop's guilty of it as well. Somebody will come out and they will say everything they needed to say and wanted to say in that first album, and then from then on, it's just repetition. Well, that's it. But it's quite interesting if somebody kind of develops and changes their style and grows up and. Their lifestyle changes. Yeah, yeah, Their priorities change. Visibly, yeah. J. Cole, I think I saw on Instagram, like, a thing of people, like, before and, like, after. It seems like you had the whole gold chain kind of stuff. And now he's just... And he, I think he very much, he, he articulates that, he's very open about, though, this is what I was chasing, but what was actually serving me wasn't, you know, fulfilling any kind of purpose yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, he's making more known than what he was... Yeah. Then that's what I feel like the likes of, like, you know, like... J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, definitely on a kind of different kind of level. I think, you know, they're kind of maintaining that kind of conscious kind of a hip hop thought and stuff, but also, you know, it's kind of cool the way they're kind of going about it as well. Yeah. Because, like, I think the younger generation that are rappers, they're going to have, they've got their record label pressure as well. So they have to be a certain way and look a certain way and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I think they can actually, like, when they release an album, Every like couple of few years, people are going to like listen. Stand yeah, yeah, listen, yeah. Aye, aye. You know? Well, that's it. Aye. Some people transcend the the, the, the trends and yeah. the pressures, the record labels, because they are just that good. Yeah, and just they'll do, they'll do what they they'll yeah. do what they do, and people will listen and people will buy it. Yeah, you know, and the rest is just it's a manufacturing process too. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's, yeah. that's just that's music, that's yeah. art and film, yeah. everything. That's, yeah. you know. But, I mean, the majority of their listeners. Are coming from the same struggle that they're 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 talking about. Yeah. But then later on, albums, they're almost like they're running out of the, the things that they're talking about. Yeah. Is beyond beyond the listener. Yeah. So they they're looking for the next thing. You know, it's yeah. you look at like Jay Z. You know, first couple albums it was all about mm-hmm. streets and everything. Yeah. And now it's art galleries and, and <laughs> but it's just the uh, things that only certain people will yeah, yeah. go with you know it's yeah you mentioned Katie it's interesting because like um, my wife went to her friend to Glasgow it was the on the one tour the car yeah and apparently it wasn't like I saw like a little like, news bite about um, people handing out free tickets like really? church and then she said actually it wasn't that packed you know where she no was sitting as well like at the front it's definitely well, packed as well yeah so I think it's just like um, like something like this I think like I've always liked him kind of like I think the album for me 
or my girlfriend from my generation was like the print print kind of yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like uh, really good for like media professional mm-hmm. artists really good like you can not even then know but you kind of realise that you look back at it now you kind of reached a different level a bit like you know through releasing the album then it kind of really, it kind of really blew up a bit yeah. more stuff like that and he Everybody was on the top of the pops as well, and you're thinking, when someone's on top of your pops, <laughs> yeah. and they're right now, yeah, 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 and they're yeah. on top of the pops, yeah. But even then, for me, Jay Z, it was a uh, uh, reasonable doubt, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, it was pretty much garbage, yeah, from there up right. till maybe the blueprint, mm-hmm. and then the you know, little purple patch there, where it was. But there were certain songs that were good in some of the albums. Yeah. You listen yeah, to him. I think what's the song he guests on? Is it? Um, was that a tribe song? Is that? Oh, what is that again? There's one that he guests on from prior to Reasonable Doubt, right, and he's, he's phenomenal, right. and he sounds so different. Yeah. And he's younger. Yeah. He's probably hungrier. Hungry. Yeah. yeah, yeah his yeah. style isn't quite developed into yeah. that uh, that way, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, but he quickly he quickly became a bit of a hated figure among the hardcore kind of hip hop people. You know, they, yeah. I don't know, if, I don't know why. I think he, he he probably got into the he probably got pulled into that sort of the R and B kind of yeah. hip hop stuff that yeah. a lot of people kind of just didn't like, mm-hmm. and, and for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean he's. But he's still going. He's doing yeah. something. He's, doing I see, something I right. he's kind of found a path that actually absolutely works. You know, so it's mm-hmm. more powerful to him. So going for like second tracks, who's going to go next then? Go to first order. Oh, I don't mind going like that. <laughs> okay, um, so I'll be astonished if you guys don't have this group on your list. So I'm going for uh, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, and, that was, and oh. the album is Low End Theory. Okay. And the song, Ooh, three in a row. The song, <laughs> <laughs> and the song is not was not a single, which I only found it today. And it's uh, it's bugging out. But no, so I mean, I was looking, I was kind of reacquainting myself with it today, and trying to think like why, what it is I love about it. And you know, listening to Tribe Called Quest, that that low end theory album, it's so it's so kind of jazz infused. You yeah, know? It, it, like the bass is just in that song in particular. And I found out today that it is actually a live double bass. It's not a sample or anything like that. Right. And it's a, a, a jazz a jazz musician, Ron Carter, who plays a double bass. I had to look up what a double bass was. Apparently, it's not two bass. <laughs> It's <laughs> so, <laughs> <from> those massive <laughs> ones. It's <laughs> like two B, double B. Wow, he's amazing. But yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure um, you guys will know the tune and um, the lyrics. I mean, Fife, Fife Dog. Yeah. You know that microphone check one two. What is this? <laughs> that you know on the beat when it starts. It's just amazing. And yeah. It's it's quite quite surprising for a, a tribal quest track. That you know, Q-tip isn't the star. Yeah, yeah. But when he comes in, there's an amazing bit in a production where like um, they kind of play a sort of like cymbals, mm-hmm. kind of just quite quite fast underneath his first kind of couple of lines, and it's just it's just beautiful. It's yeah. amazing. Like you know, but the, it, some of the lyrics by Five Dog are quite kind of yeah, quite deep and stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, talking yeah, about being really lonely. And, yeah. And stuff like that, and it's like, ah, oh, it's phenomenal. But uh, that album, 
Everything about it, like yeah. even from the cover, the yeah. design, <laughs> yeah. that design, that, that colours, that red and green, it's been, you see it on trainers, it's been on skateboards, it's been on everything, you know. It's like trying to conquest the, I think, you know, they've got so much amazing, like, longevity. Huge. 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 And then the album, the most recent album came out, like, was it a couple of years ago? It was probably early last year, maybe. Maybe two years. I guess, and I think Buster Rhymes is kind of like... There's a lot of people on it, yeah. Good album, like, yeah. I only recently watched the documentary, um, directed by Michael Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. It's really good, like, Uh, Uh, you find it a lot. It's quite sad, in a way, but you kind of get a wee insight into the pressures of a very popular group who people sort of hold in high esteem you know and expect a lot of and I think that's you know when when I got into hip hop probably was just pre-Midnight Marauders and when that came out it was just like well one album but the albums after that kind of got criticised a little bit but actually looking back Beach Rhymes in Life it's fantastic you know the love movement is really good as well you know but it's weird you just you know, at the time, I think people always just want repetition. Yeah. Oh, it's no midnight murder, so yeah. I don't know. But, but, I mean, low-end theory, I just thought it was, like, great. And, uh, yeah, bugging out. That right. was my, so that's that was my number choice. four. That's a good choice. Um, so that was on number four. Mm-hmm. Um, Tribal Quest, bugging out. So we'll play a little song for that. and missions I do work um as a crack the monotone chilling of the jazz so get your own smoking on repeat cause they try to dupe me of the best of the back but they can't do that for us abstract original you can't get your own and that's pitiful I know I'd be the man if I cold yank the plug on R&B but I can't and that's Um, Tribal Quest, um, bugging out from that album, Low End Theory. I think, yeah, that was really 
That's a really cool choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, to go next, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go for it. Right. Um, I'm moving a little bit forward. No, because I, I mean, Nike's hip hop is a big thing, but I've got a lot. There's a lot. Of, I've got a lot of time for like experimental kind of rap, and uh, this guy's. You know, I'm talking this maybe '97. I bought their album on uh, import from HMV. It was a well, it was two albums I bought that day. It was a Jurassic Five EP. And I bought it was uh, Company Flow from oh, right, okay. Crusher Plus. Yeah. And that just it was just something something different, yeah. you know. It had that underground sound to it, but it just yeah. it sounded like it was for the future. Eh? It was mm-hmm. some of the, the, the sounds on it was just like it was like it was recorded pretty poorly, yeah. you know, you know, it was quite uh you know, it was the it's crisp and sounding and yeah, it's yeah. thing, but um, I remember listening to that and then it wasn't that long. Maybe actually, it was released was it Rockers Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They right. start to come on the go and they yeah. release some unbelievable yeah. stuff. Most death. And Most death. You know, Black Star. And the amount of underground acts that they actually got yeah. through on the spotlight was just. And the track from this lot was uh, N10 Burners, which actually wasn't on Fun Crusher Plus, it was just released as a single. Okay. And it was probably the last thing that they properly recorded as a group before the, the, the fallout and, 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 and all went their own ways. But, but, uh, but yeah, N10 Burners is just, I don't know, it's just, it's got cuts, it's, it's just, Fantastic, and the video is great. It's, it's, um, it's interesting you say about the production, maybe as a sort of around that time, you'd have probably had this sort of really clean, sorry, like Puff Daddy and people like that coming yeah, in. Very yeah. poppy, yeah. accessible hip hop. It's quite nice to get like challenging stuff, stuff that you listen to first time and go, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But you but you listen to it again and again, and it yeah. suddenly becomes your favourite like thing. I like any kind of like um, kind of that experimental kind of hip hop stuff. I like that. Like I think the last even the last album was like um, the joint album with Kid Cudi and Kanye West. Yeah. You know the Kids See Ghosts, wasn't it? It's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was kind of like, what is this? And it took me a while to kind of think, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I see where they kind of go with this a bit. You know, it's like. I think Kid Cudi's always kind of been a bit kind of experimental, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can hear them all over it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, that is an old Kid Cudi sound, I think. Yeah. When you go back to his, uh, his first album, it was good. Yeah. But, uh, but he likes uh, LP, El Producto, uh, for he's doing now. Even like when he released, he released his own label, Death yeah. Jux, moved to everything to that. Stuff that he was coming out then was unbelievable. You, you weren't hearing anything like it, you know. Yeah. And I think it was one of them things that you either liked it or you didn't. Or you didn't yeah. Have. Yeah. Yeah. But I found, I found a lot. Of it was just, just for for a sound. It just sounded like nothing else there. Yeah. And you look at LP now, where Ronnie Jules and he's just he's he's, he's a fantastic. Uh, 
Yeah, for me, I kind of feel like he's kind of even like underrated a bit as well. But oh, for sure, yeah. But I think he, I think he deliberately does it. I think he keeps himself yeah. in that mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons he left Rockers, I think, was because it was it was somewhere where he was uncomfortable with, yeah. and uh, and then he, he he done his own thing, which you look at him now. I mean, he's pretty pretty successful, but yeah. they're not at the the yeah, level, so kind of level, but I think like one of the jewels, you know, um, LP and that killer Mike, they will, if they kind of go somewhere, they do have a good fan base, I think, as well. Yeah. I think where they'll probably, they'll probably stick to the more festivals and stuff like that. I think they were like, um, where was it? Um, they were like Glastonbury this year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they've done a few of those. Yeah. But that sounds massive, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's built for someone, someone like that, you know, it's, and I think he pretty much saved killer Mike. He was going, he had his first album, was, was good, so yeah. he was going over, you know, he, but once he got yeah. away from it, because he was on uh, Outcast and stuff like he that, was, yeah, and yeah. then took a sidestep, and yeah. he was going where the rest of them were heading. I think Killer Mike probably was just, just releasing albums, he wasn't coming back on that, made them must have been independent, like, record labels and stuff, right. and then, yeah, so, it's cool. So, if you want to introduce your tune for the listeners again? Yeah, so it's uh, Company Flow, End to End Burners. Alright, cheers. CF Digital Bus Critical Planets get heard on a diamond style Four elements control the sound flash Cocoa responds to the crime the nights is illustrated, survey and terrorizer Hit in the end, burners, bust multiple insiders Sub-level provider, civil verbalizer The most humble student sniper, destroy the amplifier The sentinel who protect the quarter dimensional hologram Cover all chapters with b-boy visual Take it back to 2am, filling 3D outlines of park a year later Draw ready to sit off the boxes of a spark Tomorrow change the culture, rip the whole movement apart From its origin beginning with gave the four elements to start What remains a cool trying to rebuild the vein To the local squad, trying to bring the fame Back to they build I'm in the final He is consecutive to sound killing Cooper analyzing the weapon is the fire Who wanna come test the king but never then who turn State of the art and nothing or irrelevant Who fuck the world with myriad of vapors hybrids Snowy steep through these brick walls and gently close your eyes You feel the depths and steps and annihilate kids With sexy titty twisted nookies and purple nerve Rake the land speed record Dip out deep across circle Mr. Slug on top notch competitor Behavior invader Crush competition like an overturned razor My greatest work ever over with those stock exchange blazers Escape flying through the number four title below the radar The Grand Concourse mixture of flavor Brush elixir with school face competition With goofy cozy mixture I'm way above shine on proof like a street lamp Fifty lamp, they do these tough work All visit loves vomit B-boys hold down the function Rock steadily for more than just dope With a similar interest King of Panic State to a metronome Without an influence Shot, burner off, kill the bus Shit at random Like Civil War muskets Like ADD kids Throw a tantrum out, out, The dance by the fan of power Rebel punch So yeah um, I guess it's my choice just now I'm assuming I, I, I probably thought that you guys Would have this next group On the list possibly I wasn't sure But yeah um, 
It's um, Bob Deep um, featuring Big Noise, Give Up the Goods. Nice. Bob the Album, The Infamous. I think, yeah, like, Prodigy is just like. I just like the way he raps, man. His flow was like, yeah, he passed away a few years ago mm-hmm. as well. And I think he was in prison. I, was like, I can't remember what it was for. That's one thing I should have looked up and actually that would be my little like, <laughs> But then he also had like a prison cookbook. Do you guys know? No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. And you'll find like a YouTube video um, from the YouTube channel Munchies and he's kind of said like, uh, like, it's like random that tune thing. I've learned this from like a buster, like, you know, when I was in prison and stuff. But yeah, I think like he, he possibly, I think he's like diabetes, diabetic. Constantly, 
mentally, definitely, to the death of me, come and test me, trust me, nigga can't touch me if you snuff me, so bust me, you're gonna have to, cause I'm a blast through my lyrical, like a miracle, ill spiritual, I'm born with it, I'm getting on with it, and I'ma have it to I'm fucking dead and gone with it, cause I'm a what, compose a far a lyrical destructor, don't make me buck ya, cause I'm a wild motherfucker, you know I flow, you know my steelo, even pack my gap when I go to see my P.O., jump out my hoopty, pass my gap in my loopy to my shorty, and kiss my P.O., try to troop me to the Allen, I know if I start wilding, flipping on niggas, walking around with the nice gold medallions, but she didn't violate me, so I escaped, see, back to Queens, pumping the fiends, making more cream, know what I mean, I'm a natural born hustler, won't try to cut ya, pull out my phone, phone and bust ya. no time for fake jacks, the brothers that fake jacks, the late don't eat back. Real can't roll without steel. I feel how I feel cause I was born to kill. Do what I gotta. They need a decent meal, brother to starve it. For trying to find a job, son, it's all about robbing. So don't be demand what we come through. We supposed to, if you opposed to. So, yeah, that was part one of Hip Hop the Dean. And um, part two will be out on Thursday. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So, we'll be back with more hip hop ramblings and questionable hip hop trivia from yours truly. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, man. I've never done like a two part podcast before. Um, so, I'm kind of really interested to kind of get your feedback on this one. So, yeah, I'll see you guys on Thursday and take care for now.